This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! It is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. Was- An emergency Joe Girardi's the manager edition, Jack Fritz. Good things happen on Thursdays. Oh, I'm so excited. We're back. We are back. Thursday. We own Thursdays. I mean, I, appreciate, I appreciate the Phillies, you know, laying out there. It was that, very nice of them. That Thursdays are days when the High Hopes Podcast is recorded. And, you know, we like to give these guys some news on Thursdays. Yeah, I wouldn't even put it past them to say that the reason they did it today was because they knew we were already recording. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, they saw our text messages, which is a little creepy. I wish, they, <laughs> I wish they wouldn't do that. Well, how the hell else do they know about Brian Barber so early? I mean, well, that, first off, you're wrong. I thought, wait, this is the Joe Girardi emergency podcast. I, just, I had to throw it in. There. I thought this is the Brian Barber emergency <laughs> podcast. This, this is what we're talking about, right? Listen, are the Phillies making good moves? I can't believe. Are it. we back? We are so bad. That's what I said to you. Jack and I actually hugged today. Jack came in for his shift. We hugged and said we're back. And Turtle made fun of us, and I don't care. screw you, Turtle, yeah. because it was awesome. And look, I said this to you before, I've said it throughout, and it's just, there was only one hire the Phillies could have made that could have totally shifted the narrative. That I am press blown. guy, <laughs> yeah, you're right, two hires, I should have <laughs> said two hires, good job. I, I mean, that press conference was... The worst. We all they know. They bounced it was, back from it. It was, to quote John Ralphio, the worst. By the way, I'm back on my Parks and Rec. It's like the third or fourth time I've watched Parks and Rec now. It's the best. Ah, it's better than The Office. It's Look, I would say that too, and I love The Office. I've probably <laughs> seen The Office like seven. I've actually seen The Office more than Parks and Rec. I'm a Parks and Rec guy. Ron Swanson's the greatest character in the history of television as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, that's neither here nor there. No. No. So back to Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi's the manager of the Phillies, Jack. The one move they could have made to change the narrative was to get Joe Girardi. Showalter doesn't do it. Baker doesn't do it. They would have been okay hires. We both talked ourselves into them. But there was one guy they could bring in that really says, all right, through that press conference, let's move forward. We got a guy here who knows what he's doing. Joe Girardi. Well, and by the way, like it's so funny that that Middleton's not speaking on Monday, (laughs) which is like definitely a design. Like, just stop. Yeah. All right, Matt. It was uh, the the immediate reports the moment it was announced that oh, was Matt Klentak made the hire? This was his choice. Was like, come on, man. He was first. Really? Do you think think Matt Klentak put together his list of favorite candidates after it came out (laughs) (laughs) that John Middleton was in love with Joe Girardi? Like, do you think that's how it happened? You think it was like Matt was like, uh, my favorite candidate. It showed Girardi, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I great analytical mind and, and well, whatnot. I love too, because like over the last week and a half or whatever, the reports come out that Buck Showalter is the favorite of the front office, but yeah. Middleton's into Girardi. It's like, hmm, I wonder which way they're going to go on this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, could you could you just imagine like Klemczak being like, "Hey, I got a managerial idea, uh, uh, <laughs> John," and John being like, "Oh, thanks, Matt." <laughs> <laughs> and then like, guess what? I'm going to hire Joe Girardi anyway. So, like, what is Matt Klemczak going to do? Disagree and get fired? Like, what are we talking about yeah, here? No. It's crazy. It's crazy. Joe Girardi is the Phillies manager. That is, like, just say that to yourself. Like, say that out loud. Say that, like, I've done it all day. It just doesn't, it's it. just crazy. To me. It's crazy. Tell that to your 2015 self. Well, tell that, that to your 2015 self that we'd have Bryce Harper, Andrew McCutcheon, and Joe Girardi, like, as Phillies. I can't. 
I can't tell that to myself because he would not believe me, especially with 2015 when we were winning like 60 whatever games it was. Like yeah, we're never coming no, out of this. Yeah. No, I couldn't. I couldn't have believed it. Uh, it's look, uh, Joe Giglio put it out, and I was trying to think as soon as they hired him. I, I was thinking, I'm like, he's he's definitely the only manager who's won a World Series that they've hired. I was thinking, I'm like racking my brain. I'm like, that's it. He's the only one who hired before yeah. after he's won one. Yep. And then Giglio puts out that he's the first manager who's won a playoff series that they ever hired. That yeah. was crazy to me. Yeah, I guess the only guys that have done it are like player managers sure. or whatever. That, yeah, back in the day, the, yeah. the Harry Wrights right. of the world and whatnot. Yeah, it's just, it's, it, when does, again, this is just like the Harper thing. Like, when does Philly get the guy? Like, I know, it's the, twice in a row. The only other, the only team, like, like, Chip was a splashy hire. He was. That was a big time hire. Yes. Um, like, just the guy, but he doesn't have the pedigree of Joe Girardi. No. Like, Joe Girardi's pedigree he is... He's won a World Series. He's a world... Yeah. Like, the phrase, the quote, World Series winning manager is always attached to his name. I mean, that's... We talked a lot coming in, and whether it was Girardi or Showalter or Baker, it all held true with the idea that they needed someone who stepped into this locker room, had some, some cachet, some clout, someone who the players in the locker room look at him and be like, all right, that's not, you know, a Gabe Kapler who... No, not shading on Gabe, but Gabe was someone who had just played in the major leagues. Again, like Sean Rodriguez was on the team, was his teammate. Like, think yeah. about that. Like, this is, Girardi comes in as someone who has won a freaking World Series yeah. and walks in that room and is like, not only did I win three World Series as a player, but I won as a manager. I'm 55 years old. I'm a man. I'm an adult. You're going to listen to me. Yeah, he's still in his prime. That's what I love the most. It's like, me too. Girardi could realistically be here for the next 10 years mm-hmm. and he'd be just as old as Charlie Manuel in the Phillies hired him. It's a great point. <laughs> like, it really is. No, it's a really, he's right in that sweet spot. He's in that sweet spot of just old enough for those guys to look at him and remember watching him maybe play as a kid or something but like not he was not playing when they were around when they were close to baseball but and and the longevity as a manager 10 years in new york 91 wins a year is his average he's made the playoffs six times he's one manager of the year with the marlins like he has pedigree and some of those teams overachieved the, that Marlins team, like well, that, that Marlins a, team, is bizarre. I'm like, the Yankees team. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't believe they let him go do after. You, do you know what their payroll was in that 06 Marlins team? I can only imagine it was incredibly low. Fifteen million dollars, dude. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Fifteen million dollars. Wow. So less than Jake Arrieta will make this season. Yeah, we picked up his option today. I know. That's why I said it. I know. <laughs> Are you excited like, for for like, him back? It's like when people tweeted that out. It's like, did you did you have to really like? What, what was he going to say? What were no. the odds that Jake Arietta was not picking up the $20 million option? Less than zero. Literally, if you can go less than zero, that was the odds that Jake was going to pick up Dude, the 06 Marlins payroll was $14.9 oh million, dude. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Dude, their highest paid player... Hold on. This is actually fascinating. Their, high, <laughs> their highest paid player was Dontrell Willis at four. Four and a half million. Wow. Their second highest paid player was a name a, a guy by the name of Brian Moeller. I remember Brian Moeller? He had a million and a half. <laughs> wow. Everyone else was under a million. That's their third highest paid player was Wes Helms at eight hundred thousand dollars. And he had a winning record, right? Like he won a No, he's seventy eight and eighty two. For a lot he was of the manager season, of the year though. He won exactly. And for a lot of the season they were over five hundred. It was one of those things where people were just like, How is this happening? What is happening right now? Why are the Marlins competing? Our guy. Our guy. Our guy. Our dude. I can't so believe Joe I cannot believe that Joe Jorge is our manager. I know. Like Joe Jorge, like I I was like 
Watching the videos of him getting thrown out of every game, the thirty-minute uh, YouTube thing. Not just watching. You were coming into the studio while I was doing the midday show. Be like, watch the video, watch yeah, the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, I was like, he's not really going to be the Phillies manager, right? Well, that was the way I felt the whole time. Yeah, I almost even when even like the last couple of days where I came to the realization, like I got to the point the last couple of days where I was saying to myself, John Mills is just going to do whatever it takes to get him here. Yeah. And even at that point, I was like, no, he well, can't be the Phillies manager. that's why when we talked before and we talked about Baker and Showalter, we both talked ourselves into oh, Baker. I was, and I was talking myself into Baker. I know. And we did that, at least for me, and I'm sure it's the same for you, because I didn't actually think Jordy was going to happen. I was like, all right, I have to talk myself into Baker and Showalter because they're not going to get the guy I actually want him to. So, sure, why not? They actually got the guy. They did. And a shout out to the Mets. Suck it, Mets. Shout out to the Mets, man. <laughs> Must be fun to anytime, be you know, Anytime you can hire a first-time manager under Birdie Van... candidate, Jack. Under Birdie Van Wagenen. Well, that is great because, I mean, very clearly a situation where... And, and, and you know, I guess we have to say, even though he didn't get rid of Matt Klentak, thank you, John Middleton, for making the decision here. Because clearly last... in New York, Brody Van Wagenen wants someone who's going to listen to what the hell he says. Yeah. The last three big Middleton decisions have been, I think, like Gabe... We'll see. I think Gabe. Right. Could, I think Gabe could end up being a really good manager. Sure, it just may not have worked out here. And the first time managers thing that rarely works out. Like yeah. before Cora, the last one to win in his first first tenure as a manager was Ozzy Guillen. So mm-hmm. like, there's walking into it, he was up against you know pretty tall odds. Um, obviously, David Martinez wins his World Series. It, it would change that you a little to bit. Do that, huh? uh, I know. Um, <laughs> oh man! But he's for as much as we for as much as we are worried about. Middleton becoming too involved, and even today he's talking about how like I'm I am an in a Buster only article today. I didn't read it yet because I don't have ESPN Plus. But I I, I, but Gilio told me he was like he was like Middleton said that he owns this team as a fan, which oh, is like God. it's kind of terrifying, <laughs> kind of. But what if are you he's talking about? but if he's gonna make decisions like sign Bryce Harper and sign Joe Girardi, like yeah. cool, like yeah, cool, for sure, cool, yeah, uh, that's awesome, and. Honestly, for them to hire, uh, this is obviously the Joe Girardi podcast, but for me, it's the Brian Barr podcast. <laughs> um, for them to make that kind of move and, and and show that they're still thinking forward thinking, they're trying to become more forward thinking, they're not getting rid of analytics. I think I, it 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 quells some of my fears. Well, that and you had talked about that before the press conference, and I think we both agreed the single part of the press conference, like the only part that we were happy with yeah. was when Middleton was very strong on saying the reason analytics are here is because of me. They're not going anywhere. All the smart teams use them. That made me happy. Yep. I enjoyed hearing that. It was the one part of the press conference I was happy with. And uh, so with you. And then, I mean, that was like our thing. I mean, we threatened to quit the podcast <laughs> if they hired uh, someone internally for that job, for the scouting director job. So, Well, that's why they did it. And then they actually hired the guy that you brought up on the pod. Well, it's so funny. I was reading the, the the Salisbury article, and he was like, "Yeah, they're all prepared to hire this guy Brian Schlitz or whatever from within the organization." And then the last couple of days it changed, <laughs> and, it was, and I was like, "Uh, come on, just admit you listen to the podcast. It's not hey, that big of a deal." Hey. Phillies representatives, yeah. thank you for listening. Yeah, you I mean, you. listen, that, good job. Great job. You got Joe Girardi. Yes, and Brian Barber. Yeah. They got someone from outside the organization who has been inside a high-level, forward-thinking organization. He knows how it works. He knows what to do. He is bringing a level of 
professionalism and understanding here that we didn't have in that role. Yeah. It's, it's a massive thing. That's we awesome. don't know if he's a great evaluator or not. We hope he is. We think he could be. But even just understanding how smart teams go about this business matters. Yeah, and I like how high pitched your voice got for that. It was almost like you're <laughs> it's almost like you're as excited for Brian Barber as you were for Joe Girardi. I'm not saying I'm not. All yeah. right. It's listen, a big deal. It was a big deal. It's a big deal. It was a big deal because like I feel I feel like everyone listens to this podcast, like, wow, we ever care about sky directors. And then we were like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally this is the this is like the second most important hire of this offseason. Yeah. Like you have to nail this. So like obviously none of like I I'm not kidding, James. I spent like way too long trying to find everything I could about Brian Barber. Like uh-huh. so about like, you know, his track record and all that stuff. There's just no information on these guys. It's crazy. Yeah. Like he was, he was, he was instrumental in getting Aaron Judge. Like he, he believed in Aaron Judge. But like if you look at the Yankees draft picks from 08 on, it's just, I mean, it's not great. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not, not great. It's not the the. They've done a great job in the international market, and they've done an unbelievable job at trading major league talent. Right, but that's big league scouting, which is the next I thing to get conquered. I'm, ju- I'm just talking. No, I'm no, just, but yeah. but he. The reason why I am very, very excited about Brian Barber and and what he's going to bring to this organization is that he's coming from the Yankees, who are the the, the the Phillies need to be building like the Yankees are now, where they use their resources, they use their financial flexibility, yep. they flex their muscles, but they're also super smart and highly functioning. And what they talked about when they hired Brian Barber was that with the Yankees, they would have the the head of amateur scouting, and then they'd have the the lead scout for amateur scouting and the lead analytic guy for amateur scouting right below the director of amateur scouting. So it made me it made me think that the Phillies are thinking about here's our leader in Brian Barber, then we're gonna hire an analytic Which would draft be really guy. Smart. And then we're gonna hire a scouting draft guy right beneath him. Blending the, the two blending things the like two we things want together. them to like so it's Joe great. Girardi does. Like Joe Girardi does. I am I'm all about the blend. I am Me too. We've always been you've from the moment we started this this podcast, we've talked about being very pro analytics, but also you're a player. Like you talk a ton about that side of things and I th- like it's massively important that you find a way to blend these two there's no organization that relies solely on analytics and nothing else and succeeds and for as forward thinking as the Astros are like they 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 blend them of course a- they do AJ Hinch openly talks about it yes again you don't I mean we've seen them make decisions that were clearly not analytics based I mean they tried to and again I thought it was a poor decision but trying to steal third base last night in game two Again, I think they. I think, think they had. You think they had a read on Strasburg and tipping pitches and whatnot. I think they thought he's going to change potentially, but either way, I mean, the analytics say you should not steal in that spot. Never. Like mo- so. Well, they're bunting. Like yeah. the thing about the Astros, I know they're down 0-2, and they've made some questionable baseball decisions. But in watching and them, some cr- questionable uh, organization yeah. decisions. I yeah, guess they tried to rectify it. But <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, it wouldn't be the smartest thing to just come out and blame correct reporting. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a crazy idea. Just yeah, just not say that they're lying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> horrible, horrible moves. But, horrible moves. But um, and the whole defending. Uh, you yeah, know, it's, it's a whole other part that. of it. A whole other part of it. <laughs> it makes it hard to root for them. Yes, um, it's a shame because I don't want to root for the Nationals, but they're so much more likable. They're so anyway, and they do the, the dugout celebrations. Close. They actually seem like a fun team. 
team that gives a crap about each other and has fun playing together and like all the stuff you like. It sucks. Yeah. It's a real bummer. <laughs> but the Astros. <laughs> besides the point, Jack. Besides all that, um, they've done like the little things really well. Like yeah. they, they focus on the fundamentals. Like they, they're, they're moving up on bases and like for as much as, you know, it feels like the game's kind of gone away from that. The cool thing about this World Series is that no one's striking out. Mm-hmm. They're making correct decisions. They're pl- like, I'm not the biggest play small ball guy, but I think you know you have to know how to do it. Absolutely, you have to be able to execute. When the, and that's if been the, it's the eighth inning of a one-one game, you have to be able to manufacture runs, like a playoff game, like something like that. Like at a certain point, it, it, it is the smart thing to do. It is the smart thing to get that run, especially if you have a good bullpen, especially if you have a closer you trust. All those types of situations, like yes, it's not always the right decision, and and. Teams used to overdo it in the past, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't have a place. Right, and I think Girardi's going to bring this to this baseball team. And I think he's going to bring a... You know, Rob Thompson was the only member of the coaching staff last year, or the year before, that that had had major league bench dugout experience. Unbelievable. And it just matters. It matters. Absolutely. You need to put together a staff that's been there and done that before. Because, like, giving Gabe that was, like, setting him up to fail. Totally. Like, they, I think well, that, that was, to, to quick example, like, the Doug Peterson thing, they bring in a head coach who never had experience, but they bring in Frank Reich, they bring Jim Schwartz is their guys who have who have coached, head coached, or whatever in, in, in the league before. That stuff matters to have guys who are experienced around you in any sport. And now they're bringing in John Maley, a.k.a. Mike Groh. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, yeah, it's they're like, reversing yeah. is the problem. Why would you do that? Yeah. You had the, whatever. Um, but I agree with you. I think that's smart. Bringing, like, if you have a guy who's a first-time manager, surround him with people who've done it before. Yeah. Surround him with people who know what they're seeing, know what they've encountered. Can, can That has been in wars before. Absolutely. Like you, Absolutely. I think, I think the Phillies, the biggest mistake they did in the Gabe Kapler era was they actually acted like like dugout experience like it doesn't didn't matter. matter that's what they, they acted like none of that mattered right then this classic Philly's arrogance yeah, and it's being corrected now yep. where we're well, it's like well they learned a lesson yeah I'd, I'd hope yeah. so because like it's just ridiculous like how can you expect guys to react to like guys who've never like been there before totally like, like, there needs to be the baseball player like the guys in this team I think just re- react well to to professionals, guys that have been there before, and, and they res- like they have a level of respect. Like I think we saw it on the field again. You and I said it in the moment, but I don't think most people thought that the loss of Andrew McCutcheon would have the type of effect that it did on this team. And we knew it in the moment. Yeah, we, unfortunately, but yeah. unfortunately, but because like because of all that other stuff, like you talked about a ton of times about him coming out, leading warm up, being the first guy out there, being ready to go. Like like that stuff matters to a major league baseball team. It matters. Well, it matters when you're when you're dugout is not very strong right right like, and so, when you have a, a lot of younger players in powers of leadership i mean we talked about harper a ton the fact that this is the first time he's ever really been asked to be the leader of a team yes he was the face of the nationals but he wasn't the leader of that team nah. he wasn't the clubhouse guy they went to for guidance for you know to to be that voice of the team all that that it wasn't him that was worth I mean, it was, was worth. They, yeah. they brought and him then worth. it became Scherzer, and there are other guys in there who've been those guys. And Zimmerman, and yeah, Zimmerman for sure. Zimmerman, absolutely. Right. So this is now Bryce's team, and now Bryce will have some help. I mean, Joe Girardi is a is a leader of men. Oh, he's a leader yeah, of men. Funny. You know what's so funny about Girardi? I just, I mean, the guys, like if 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 like if if it was World War Two, 
I could definitely see Joe Girardi being like the leader of the country. Like like, like the leader of a full unit. You mean like the infantry type yeah. of thing? Yeah. Yeah, I could see him like giving like speeches like we're like, gonna storm that beach. We are gonna Yeah, yeah. totally. Like Patton style. Yeah. I could yeah. see I think he reminds me of General Patton a little bit. <laughs> the 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 fired up version of General Patton. Um he just looks like he looks like a war. He looks oh. like a leader, man. He looks like a leader. I oh, couldn't you see him like doing the military runs? Well, that video you tweeted out of the ejection that you showed me in the studio, and then you tweeted out with great tweet, boom, hashtag yeah. my manager. I was, I was a fan of that one. Thank you. Uh, it was a good one. That I mean, you see that guy fighting, and you're just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like the whole, I want that guy on my side just when wait, when things go down. Wait till the first time that happens this year, and they're like, oh, this is a little different. <laughs> like, can you see like 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 Bryce kind of like nodding to to JT like, like whoa. Uh, it just got real. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's just basically what's gonna happen. So, um, uh, Joe Girardi fun fact. You want a Joe Girardi fun fact? You know I do. He was named the president of his frat at Northwestern after in his freshman year. Wow, oh, Northwestern, Leader, so yeah. he's smart. Leader of men. Good. Leader of men. Look, um, I, I'm with you there, and I, I think that's what matters. And I think having Rob Thompson here and and said, I think that matters too. Dude, right? Rob Thompson last year in a dugout. I feel like he just would turn around to everyone and be like, are you guys kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like, he looked like he was the, one of the, he's like the only one that really, like, really gave a crap. Yeah. Yeah. And The I, and last two years. Yeah. And and again, it goes back to just having that type of, of cachet where, where guys walk into a clubhouse and they say, all right, like, I have to listen to Joe Girardi. That guy won three World Series as a player. That guy won a World Series as a manager. He's been a manager for over a decade. He's made the playoffs six times. Like They're going to check out the 06 Marlins uh, payroll and say, wow, he did whoa, that there. What did he do? How <laughs> is that even possible? No, I, I, I think it really matters. I think it really matters, especially for this group of guys here. I think Girardi's going to really matter. I, again, I don't... I can't believe they hired him, man. Like uh-huh. I, I can't believe we're talking about the Joe Girardi podcast. And I think right we're now. gonna see the. Di- I think we're gonna see the difference a manager can make. I don't know if Ger- I don't know if Girardi is the best in game X's and O's manager, um, but I just think that he's gonna have a diff- He's gonna have this team playing at a high level. I agree. Is with what you. I think, and I think we're gonna see that managers do more than I think people give credit. Well, especially from a a clubhouse perspective, from a managing personalities, from you know that type of thing where it's. It does matter. Like, it really matters. And and accountability and discipline and all that. I mean, again, we like Gabe. He seems like a good dude, but he was lacking in those areas. Like, I'm sorry, you're not going to see players loaf out like they did with Gabe. Like, Joe Girardi's not going to take that. Joe Girardi will bench anyone on this team if he needs to. In a second. He has the clout to do it. They'll take him seriously when he does it. We played a uh, Joe Girardi, or uh, the Gabe Kapler tribute today. On the show, just some of the old cuts that we we have, dude. The one about the one about listen, wake up whenever you want and come in a spring oh, training. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> it was at that moment I was like, ah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, I'm so I forever and always. I like that idea. I love it. Will be one of my all time favorite drops in the history of the stadium. <sighs> it's such a good drop. There's a lot of good. Drops. I mean, okay. the the whenever they start getting off uh, getting off track, I'll be like. I'm really glad we're talking about this. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. So, like, but the whole freaking, like, 
ah, just just come into spring training practice whenever you want. Yeah, yeah the good. next one was like, yeah, we sent them home because they're practicing too hard. It's like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> right, like it was just crazy some of the stuff. Well, the, and I do and think, that was year one. And where, I do like, think the difference between guys matters too. We've talked about that a lot, but the idea of going from Boa to Manuel, going from someone who is who is so far to one extreme and then going to someone, I mean, Girardi is... So not Gabe Kapler. <laughs> He's so not Gabe Kapler. Plus, something else that I love, and this has always been something I've believed for as long as I've watched baseball, I I really like former catchers as managers. Always. Yeah. It just, I mean, obviously it makes logical sense. I mean, these are the guys who are game planning. They're the guys who are looking at lineups and, and looking at tendencies for pitchers, for hitters, all that type of stuff. So it, And they're involved in every single play of a baseball game. So I, it makes sense, but at the same time, I still... In general, I, I'm I lean more positively towards a former catcher as a manager than any other position. Yeah, I mean the, they're just the ones that have. I mean they're they're the quarterback. Yeah, that's what they are. Yeah. So it's I, oh, I God, how excited do you think Real, Real Muto is? Oh, he's probably excited. He's like out of his mind right now. Well, right? yeah, because he he he's this guy. Like he comes out and be like, oh, like. Oh my God! I can learn from you. Like you could teach me stuff. You saw his, you saw his face when Jared he's running oh, in. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just think that Real Muto, Real Muto and Harper obviously are the ones that matter, but like. Real Muto is just such. He's just like Girardi. Yep. Except he's better. I mean, Girardi. Oh, he's way more talented. Horrible, horrible player. Girardi was not a horrible player. He was just not a good player. Like he was fine. I mean, Joe Girardi played in the major leagues for fourteen years as a catcher. Like he was a he was a very solid major league player. He was just you know a weak hitting catcher. Like he was a good catcher. He was just you know he was anything special. But you're fourteen years in the majors. You're at least a certain level. He wasn't horrible. You know what I'm saying? Is that fair? 14 years? 14 years, yeah. Like, he wasn't good. He wasn't horrendous. Oh. He was fine. One second. Oh, you looking up stats now to tell me how bad he was? No, I'm just, just 14 one. years. 14 years. It's a long career. It's a really long career. All right. Quite a quick question. Yes. All right, we, all right hold on. Joe Girardi's uh, career OPS plus. Oh, God, it's probably horrendous. Was 72. Yeah, that's his OPS bad. plus. All right. I'm not saying he was good. It was do you a different know, do era, you want to know, too. Do you want to know what Andrew Knapp's OPS plus is for his <laughs> oh, career? no, I don't. 76. Oh. You just brought an Andrew Knapp to be your manager? It was a different era, and you know that. <laughs> not fair, Jack Fritz. <laughs> not fair. Wow. And you're I can't a believe, way better defensive I can't believe too. you fully endorsed Andrew Knapp for Philly's manager. Career, Jack. You're hating on Girardi. Are you really hating on Joe Girardi and the Joe Girardi <laughs> podcast? That's messed up, man. No, I just, I just can't. Messed up. I just can't believe you're fully endorsing oh, Andrew God. Knapp for, for Philly's manager. That's, That's horrible. good work by you. It's horrible. No, I respect it. He's a second-round pick. He's, he's got some talent. <laughs> Can you believe they pick took before him? Cody Bellinger? Oh. Um, <laughs> why would you do that? Like, why? This is a celebratory. Brian Barber's here. That's what I'm saying. And you got to go freaking talk about that. Yeah. Celebratory mood here, Jack. Yeah, we're good, man. We're good. We're Better good. Cody Bellinger. Yeah, I mean, we're there. We're I, is is John Middleton turning into Steinbrenner South? Hey, I mean, he's hiring all the Yankees. Bunch of Yankees, baby, it's good. Yeah. Listen, if you want to hire from, if you want to model the Phillies after one team in this, like I know we we all love the Astros, we love the Indians. No, we, it's the Yankees. It's the Rays, but for this team, for this market, yeah. for like it's it's the Yankees. Well, they're also the greatest professional sports franchise, and I mean, I hate them more than anything, but they're they're the best. Like part of the reason I hate them. I mean, they did 27 championships. I mean, let, let's be real with what we're They didn't win a World Series this decade, though. First time since, what, 1920? Um, yeah. Well, no, no, no. I mean, 1920s were no, like... No, the 1990s. The 19- what? 
or 1980s, excuse me. I don't know why I said 90s. 80s, they never won one. For yeah. sure. Yeah. But think, still. But whatever. I'm pretty sure. I'm 99, <laughs> 98% sure. Either, they they, either way, they've won World Series in- seven. Yeah, a lot of World Series. A lot so, of World Series. But modern day, they haven't won as much. No. Not, well, not since the Jeter, you know, Rivera teams, Posada, those guys. Since Joe Girardi managed them. Yeah, well, no, well, yeah, technically, yes. <laughs> I was talking about Joe Torre. But Joe, but Joe Torre also mentored Girardi, for what it's worth. I mean, Girardi, all those been, Yankees teams, like, he was mentored by Joe Torre. I mean... He's been around the right people. Like, yeah. I mean, Zimmer, um, Torre, um, he's just... Listen, he is... He Show is, Walter. Show Walter. <laughs> that is pretty funny, though, because I think I think he was there in 95. Show Walter was probably a manager back then. Yeah, I would say so. So um, it's it's just massive. It's it's a massive day, and it's... I can't believe they got the guy. They never get the guy, although I guess you're learning that they got Bryce Harper last year. It's okay to believe that you're going to get the guy. Sure. It's because it's just weird, because I can never picture these guys in, like, Philly's well, gear. Well, I mean, when you think about it, like, really, What numbers are they going to wear? Ooh. So he wore so he wore number twenty seven his first year as Yankees manager because they had twenty seven twenty seven ring or like twenty six ranks and he wanted to win twenty seven right and they switched it to twenty eight the year after so is he gonna be like three but he can't be three because Harper's <laughs> oh three. yeah duh duh uh oh uh oh conundrum uh oh conundrum what's he gonna go with I don't know it's a great question so this is the important stuff that we tackle on the. I've thought about it a lot. <laughs> I know. I, I bet you have. What number is going to wear? You've really thought about. Well, I like the idea of wearing a number three because you need to. You know. I love that. It's a very cool gimmick. It's a good thing. I dig it. You should just wear number two, and just say we're never winning another one. <laughs> Maybe you should wear number four. There you go. That's Kingery's number. Because you win multiple here. Like, it. just go for like seven and say I'm winning a bunch here. Franco won't be here, so we're fine. Yeah, well, that, 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 <laughs> that won't open. be an issue at all. Take uh, number seven, Jerry. Um, but he's just—he's. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see his first like. I'm just excited to see baseball. Game. Me too. Like, for, what's made me way more excited? Like, I'm ready. Like, sign Garrett Cole. Let's go. I'm for, ready. For as much as I liked Gabe and appreciated the progressiveness and whatnot, and how he thought about the game, it's it's just nice to get, get back to it. It's 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 how I feel felt when they when they hired Doug. I wasn't as in on Doug as I am on Joe Girardi, but it's the same kind of like feeling from me. Like we went to the extreme with Gabe. Now give the me a, give me a baseball guy. Now give saying. me a baseball guy. Which we you a know as much as we like Gabe, he wasn't a baseball guy. Just Even though he played guy. in the majors for over a decade, he just wasn't a Joe Girardi is the quintessential baseball guy. He is a baseball guy. Besides me. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, you got to do that. Um, Matt Klintag, not a baseball guy. Um, <laughs> no, Matt Klintag is definitively not. He's a Dartmouth guy. Yeah, he's a he's an Ivy League yep. baseball guy. Um, but it's just like it's it's a massive day for the organization. And then like again, actually, when you think about it, in the city, like just like you said, other than Chip, like and that was a didn't have the same cachet. Like it's definitely the biggest hire in our lifetime in Philadelphia in terms of cachet clout of a guy they bring in as a manager or a coach. I mean, really, the only coaches who have brought been brought into Philadelphia in our lifetime who have won a championship before somewhere else are like Ken Hitchcock. Oh, and Flyers guys. Le- and, and and Hitch- that, that's the point. That's what I'm saying. So, Girardi, like... No one was like doing could, emergency, we got you, Ken Hitchcock. You could argue this is the biggest, loudest, whatever you want to say, managerial coaching hire in the city's history. You could argue that. 
I would I mean, say Chip. Chip because of like the, you know. The he was thing. like, oh, we're going to yeah. revolutionize yeah. the NFL. But in terms of like just a pure resume, you put a resume on a table and say, all these people got hired, whatever. It might be the best resume hire in the city's history. Hmm. Coming in. Obviously, Francona won a couple after he left. Well, no, I know, kind of I know what yeah. you're saying. Larry Brown? That was that was another one. I meant to mention. One college title, obviously, no pros till after. But I mean he's up there as a point. He's in the discussion for the biggest hire in the city's history. Yes. Wild, man. Our guy. Our guy. Let's go. The Phillies did it. They did. I don't know how. I don't even Well, they actually do it. We were despondent after that press conference. Yeah. It really felt like the future of the organization was in peril. Yeah. And now we're all right. Yeah, I think we, <laughs> we stabilized. We, we stabilized. stabilized. We, 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 we're highs and lows, guys. Yes. We went, <laughs> you could say that. Yeah, when they're low, I mean, we're, 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 like, we're changing low. John Middleton's name. Yes. I mean, we're, you know. But to be when fair, we go low, but I feel when very we go justified high. in what we believed and what we said. And look, I'm still not set on the health of the organization long term. There's still a lot of question marks and all that. But for 2020, and again, Assuming that Middleton and all the everything we've heard is that dude's going to go out and spend money again. Assuming that is true. Assuming he is legit, genuinely willing to go out and spend a bunch of money again this offseason. I mean, they can compete in 2020. Yeah. I think they can. Yeah. I think they have the talent. I think at yeah. least they'll be, I think they'll actually believe in this team. Yeah. I and never I, believed in the last two years. No. It, look, yes, they need to re-overhaul the, bull, re-overhaul the bullpen. They need to get Garrett Cole. Batances? I would take a chance on Batances in a second. He didn't pitch it all this year, like no. pretty much. It was a rough injury, but I, in a set, I mean, at a time, I mean, it'd be so classic. Was the right? best reliever in baseball for a, a solid year there or whatever. Um, but yeah, like it is exciting to think that after as low as we felt that with this hire, with the potential, if they make some moves this offseason, we could all be really like actually have high hopes again heading into the season. Well, and the manager's not gonna get booed on opening day. <laughs> Won't that be something? Yeah, that'll yeah. be special. Yeah, I would like to know the. Process to where he would get booed on opening day. <laughs> I don't think it's even have to, like murder somebody prior yeah, to the game. Like, it would never like, happen. Like if he comes out and takes like a dump on the fanatic, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. maybe. If not, people are probably like, oh, it's hilarious. Fanatic probably loved it. Our guy. <laughs> <laughs> Say our guy. Um, um, but yeah, it, it, honestly, it is good that it. Like I'm glad that Middleton's like still spending money. Like yeah. I, I was a little worried that. that it, his mess or his like you know bravado like wasn't real. Mm-hmm. I think it's real. I think he really wants to win. Yeah, right. I agree. But sometimes I just don't know if he's going about it the right way. But he wants to win and he's going to spend the money. And I mean, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I'm not what? gonna say it. But I'm uh, I was a li- I'm a little worried. I was a little worried that he's just the Angels owner of the East. Ooh. Like you know what I mean? Like they spend big money. Big contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Artie Moreno. Yeah, Artie Moreno. Yeah, Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Let's hope we just Steinbrenner of the South. <laughs> Let's hope we Steinbrenner of the South. I mean, we're, we're building the Yankees South here. And again, good. not to, you know, uh, bury the lead. Brian Barber. Brian Barber. Brian Barber. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's good. It's good. It, again, yeah. smart organization. Um, he's, he's. I mean, he pitched in the big leagues. It was, wasn't very good. But, um, like, just, just being able to nail that hire and not, Hiring from within and coming from a team that spends money and has both analytics and scouting when it comes to to, to picking guys and the international stuff. I mean, their international their international signings are insane. 
I mean, oh they, they crush it every time. Severino. Like oh, they, now they've got Jason Dominguez. I know. Which infuriates yeah. me. The, the, what do they call him? Like the uh, Latin Ruth or something. He's got one of those. He's like the the um, Otani of, of, like they're saying he's the best Latin prospect ever. Yeah. This is what a lot of people are saying. Right. Too. I mean, that's coming off the heels of Juan Franco and like Juan yeah. Soto. And, yeah. Like Juan Franco. I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? I know. Like, it's, it's insane. Um, Juan Soto, yeah, like the guy who's the star of the World Series, whatever. No, it's 20. crazy. It's crazy. how good he is in the dude. He's twenty. Yeah. He's twenty years old. He's the star of the World Series. He's right now. If the series ended today, he's the MVP of the World Series. Good thing he's not going away. <laughs> oh, great. Him and Acuna, dude. Ten years from now, he's going to be thirty. Stop. But I'm sure people said the same thing about Andrew Jones. So yeah, still, still, <laughs> he's better than Andrew Jones. Yeah, <laughs> he's better. He's the next Bonds. Yeah, he feels that way. He just he feels so much bigger and older than twenty. Like he, it's like hard. He's to a man. Be. He's a man. Like Acuna, you see, and like he's one of the best players in baseball already at twenty one. But you could like, okay, I could see him being twenty one. Like I get Soto doesn't like that dude. Seems like he's way older. <laughs> it doesn't seem real. He's a man. Yeah, he's, he's a twenty like year old man. Man. Yeah, but he's he's really good. <laughs> I know it's I got really nothing good. bad to say about him. It sucks. And he had some mood. Like that homer in game one off Garrett Cole was a a bomb. Opposite field. Like a bomb. No, it's a good thing Garrett Cole's already getting used to <laughs> used to being a Philly. Zinger. <laughs> Zinger. <laughs> give him give him two two forty. Oh, honestly, man. so I, I did I worked out the math and like like two forty divided by six is like $38 million a year. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's a lot. It's a lot of money for a pitcher. Well, wait, think about it this way. Patrick Corbin, a really good pitcher, like a top 20, probably. Uh, 240 divided by six is $40 million a year. Yeah. A, That's a, insane. To think about it again, Patrick Corbin, a top 20-ish pitcher in baseball, like a really great pitcher, got six for 140. 140. <laughs> I think I found that. We're talking about $100 million more. Uh, hope you're ready. Of years. Hope you're ready to write that check, Let's Johnny. Let's go. That's an, so is that our next, is, That's our next thing? Our next thing? Like we, we already got. We have to. We brought in Bryce Harper. Yeah. We tried with Hyam. We all have a choice here. We yeah. got Joe Girardi. Brian Barber. Most <sighs> important of all of them. Right. How could I forget? <laughs> um, and now we have to we have to save the Phillies again and tell them to give. We just do what we do. To today. give. To give Garrett Cole six two twenty five, <laughs> it's opening offer of six years two hundred twenty five million, and we'll go Boom. from there. Get it done. Yeah, get it done. I mean, you're welcome. We'll, we'll spend all your money, John. <laughs> I'll spend all your money. I'm really good at it. Real elite. <laughs> elite it. Some would say the best. And we are elite money spenders. Unlike Matt Clentag, who is not an elite. Nah, he just spends it on Nishek and Hunter <laughs> and Robertson. Oh, it's a good day, Jack. It's a great day. It's Any a great fun? day. Final thoughts? No, it just feels like it, it feels like we got a we got our team back. I you agree. Know? Um, I feel for the first time today, in what feels like a while, I feel genuine, true excitement about the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, for the first time since mid season. I was just yeah. saying, like July, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. For as low as we were after the. Uh, the press conference. We yeah. we bounced back. We bounced back in a big way. Yeah, and they they bounced back. They and and they deserve us bouncing back because again, they went out and got the one guy they could to change the narrative, and they did it. And props to them. Good job. They got the guy that everyone wanted. Yeah. Again. Again. 
Now at least we didn't. At least we didn't have to record a Joe Girardi's never coming here pod to make it happen. Yeah, well, so and, uh, and some people were like, you know, why don't you do a Girardi Lent? I was like, well, it's just a manager. Yeah, let's like, have. Like, we right save that for the big ones. Yeah. Okay, we save that for no, Cole. Gary Cole Lent might have to do that. Right. If it looks like it's trending in a positive yes. direction, you have to make things happen there. Right. Um. But now, now, now they. The first two big steps to the offseason, the Phillies have crushed. Yeah. They crushed the it's manager. That's a great point. We went through our whole list of all the big things that had to happen this offseason. These were the first two, and they and they nailed them both. They nailed, they nailed them both. So, oh, good start. Man. Now, let's, Hopes are high, baby. Let's see what, you know, bold trades you make. Oh, I'm ready. Um, Oh, that's what I wanted to bring up before we got out of here. Um, so... Ooh. The former Yankees that are free agents this offseason that like played under Joe Girardi. Brett Gardner, mm-hmm. Starlin Castro, mm-hmm. Didi Gregorius. Starlin Castro, by the way, is one of those guys who's going to end up like like people like approaching 3,000 hits. Yes. People are like, what the hell? It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. We're no. going to wake up one day and Starlin Castro is going to have 3,000 yeah, hits. Yeah, legitimately. And it's horrible. Like, he probably has the best chance of anyone, like, young playing right now. Or one of the better chances. I mean, one of the, like in terms of the pace. I mean, Trout obviously has a really good chance to get there. Starlin's gonna be there. He, I, he, I should say, he's like the most unexpected great chance. Yes. Like you wouldn't believe how good his chances no. at this moment. No, hey. it's like Marcakis' stats. Yeah. yeah, no, he's better though. I mean, like not better stat wise, but better accumulation wise. Yeah, so he's young, played forever. Um, uh, Didi, Austin Romine. Jan Harris Salarte. Austin Romine. Eduardo I'll take Nunez. Him over nap. Can I get Austin Romine over nap? Mm, I don't know. You just endorsed Andrew Nap for manager. <laughs> so Eduardo Nunez. Uh Michael Pineda. I like Eduardo Nunez. I like I like I like him to an it's extent. Fine. Um Pineda, Nova. I would absolutely take a shot on Pineda. Oh, for what? Why? Why? Why not? Why? Every every time he disappoints. Yeah, but he, he is so disappointed. He had every stretches time. last year in Minnesota where he was good. He just it just doesn't matter. He's always gonna. I'm done with pitchers who let me down all the time. Well, okay, so you does that have no? Is that a shot or no? Well, it is. <laughs> it is, but I'm already dreading when they trade him. I know. I'm already dreading it. Um, Chapman Batances. Yeah, well, Batances. I think he, they're gonna they're gonna sign Gardner. Makes a lot of sense. Doesn't they're gonna it? sign Gardner and him him and Hazley because because Car- Gardner will will he'll be there. Uh, he can't play center anymore. Though. He's like a left fielder though. Is the problem. He can he can stand there. They're gonna put so? freaking Corey Dickerson in center field. They put Reese Hoskins in left field. I think he can p- play center field if they need to. Okay, but but Gardner is just like he's like the uh, he's gonna be their clubhouse setter guy. I could very much see it. Clubhouse yeah. setter guy, you know he's he's a good culture guy. He's a guy that if he's on your team, you love him. Yeah, everyone else hates him. Right, like I hate him. But if you're a fan, why do you hate like, Brett Gardner? Because he's so annoying. But that's because he's a Yankee. He's the best. He's a Yankee, so I hate him because he's like the most annoying Yankee. And he's he's a he's just a Yankee. He's a Yankee. Yeah, he, he is, is a Yankee. He's a Yankee. Um, but of those guys, I think Gardner's going to come here. I would love for them to trade Segura and and bring in Didi. In Look, the Yankees are dying to get rid of Didi. I mean, are they dying to get rid of? Didi? But like, it seems like they are not in on the Didi Gregorius thing. Like, it's been a story in New York that they're not going to resign him. Weird. I know. I guess what Glaber second or yeah. Glaber shortstop. I I would assume so. And who's their second baseman? Um, Tyler Wade. Sure. They're gonna give that no, many. I'm sure they've got 
other guys. I'm yeah. trying to think of who they have. I'm sure they have someone else. Right. We're probably They're forgetting. loaded with talent. <laughs> yeah. They'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Um, oh, D- can move DJ LeMay back to second base. That's an actual position, too. Right. And then opens first base for uh, Voight. Opens first base for Voight, put GL DH, third. DH, DH uh, Giancarlo. Mm-hmm. Or just cut him, I mean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have a clutch gene in his body. Um... Yeah, Vitanis is interesting. I love uh, if he's healthy. I would uh, in a heartbeat. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It is interesting. I'm excited. Romine also is cla- would be a classic. Yeah, get rid of Nap. I'm in. Hmm? Romine was great. When Andrew he played. Nap could be managing your baseball team ten years from now. Can't wait, man. Really, I can't wait. All right, rate and review the podcast. It means a lot to Jack. It means a lot to us. Helps people find us and all that good stuff. Anything else on your Listen, mind? Just congrats, everyone. Yeah. We, we got Girardi. We did it, guys. We did it. Even though the Nationals are about to win the World Series. <laughs> ah, ah, we, we did Gir- it. We got Girardi. We're back. <laughs> Nothing else matters. Please spread some salt. We'll see you later.